Father, you're such a good, good father, day in and day out. We thank you and we bless you. Jesus, you're closer than a brother. You're our savior, you're our Lord, but you're such a good friend. You said you'd never leave us or forsake us, even in dark times and good times, in times we don't even know you're there. Maybe a dark time, but you never, ever leave us. We bless you for that. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you're in everything, that you're in our hearts, you're in our minds, you're in our emotions. We thank you that you are always present. And Lord, I just ask that there would be a fire on us, that as Scott and Tammy are in the Dominican Republic, Lord, that they're just burning up for you. We bless them, Lord. We thank you that we have passionate leaders that love you so much. They're willing to travel just about a day just to deliver your good news. Thank you, Lord, for that passionate devotion and love to you. Lord, we just ask for your lips to just hit our hearts today and that you would anoint our ears and our emotions, our mind, our heart, our soul, and we just pray over our brother and sister. We pray over Sharon and David as they deliver the word today, Lord. We know they carry your heart. Just anoint them, anoint us, Lord. And even over in the Dominican Republic, let them feel the worship and praise that we share here because we're one body. We just thank you, Lord, and bless all the little, I always want to say acorns, alcorns. <laughs> and the not such little ones as uh, they wait on their mom and dad to come back from ministry. So it's a great, great morning. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord, and I cry all the time. Does anybody in the ministry team have a word that they want to share? Noel, come up, please. Hello. God bless you all. The vision that I had was to it helps like when you're doing something you always have something to do and sometimes you can do it by yourself but you always need somebody to help you it's like backing a trailer up or a car up to hook up a trailer you need that person you know say oh, this way oh, that way you know oh too far you know? so it takes two and it was like uh, I was watching my grandson looking at his phone and we're driving down the road and he's trying to show me pictures and oh, whatever. Well, it was two people, you know, but, but he was squinting, you know, because I know he needs glasses and squinting down, squinting down like that. And it's like trying to fit something in, you know, it, but it, it took two people, it took two people to I know it doesn't sound right, how I'm putting it or whatever, but if you think about when you're, it takes two. And the, the thing, what, what I'm getting at is when you're by yourself, you have the Lord with you. But he says, when there's two or more get here, I will be there with you. And that's what I'm getting at is two at least two and you're going to be more powerful than one you know so anyway that's that's what i had does anybody else have a word or 
a praise or a thank you or a hallelujah or naira. <laughs> Have all of the above. <laughs> Hi. I just wanted to say um, the Lord's really been speaking to me um, about the darkness, um, the dark times. We have the dark of night, and he is our light. And I, I found this in the story yesterday, and it really spoke to me. <clears throat> it's kind of like his little gift to me as I'm going through things, and he points the way. But I just want to declare that we have those that we love and those around us and those in our family who are walking in darkness right now. And I declare right now that that's not the Father's heart for them and that they will come through. In Jesus' name. We sing a song that says, um, he brings the light into the darkness. Amen, right? Amen. Anybody else? You two ready? We're ready to be blessed. Get on up here. Good morning, kings and priests. Um, before we get started, I just want to address one of the things that Marilyn said about standing on the shoulders of those who came before us. And with Veterans Day, um, it kind of reminds you that before us, there's a lot of people that fought and died for this country and pretty much gave us what we have here today. They've been fighting and dying even before the Declaration of Independence was signed because they wanted to be, one, left alone, two, they wanted to be able to own property, and most of all, they wanted to be able to worship God the way they saw fit. And uh, a lot of people have fought for this country and died. A lot of people criticize the country, but even today, this is absolutely the greatest country in the world. I saw a statistic a while back, probably a few years ago, and this country sends out more Christian missionaries and spends more money on Christian missions than any country in the world. So So we're gonna get a return for that. Yes, amen, yep. So yes, people will continue to stand on our shoulders when we're gone, which hopefully be a long time, but I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's say something. Well, I was just gonna get started. Okay, you can give them the title. Okay. So we uh, unexpectedly had our granddaughter with us yesterday, so we thought we were like, we're going to take Saturday and be all super prepared, and uh, poor Isabel about 7 o'clock last night, I'm like, sorry, we're just finally getting this stuff to you. But um, basically the title of what we want to say is that you are more than you think you are. So... um, We have, um, I think just because of the way we've grown up, um, our own uh, expectations that we put on ourselves, um, expectations that other people have put on us, um, you know, it's like I'm 20, 30, 40, 50, and I'm not where I thought I would be in life. What's the matter with me? You know, I see other people, and, and they are fields beyond where I'm at. And so uh, then we begin to compare ourselves with that. However, the Father has a completely different perspective of us. Amen, sister. 
Um, Isabel, could you put up our first one, which is Matthew 16, 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And my wife and I were looking at this verse, and is what is the keys? Well, what, is, what is binding? What yeah, is what's, loosing? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> but what it is, is beforehand, if you look at it in context, Well, if you look, well, I could have held it. That's okay. If you look at it in context, the Lord had just come from the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he had told his disciples, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And his disciples, they didn't get it. They were arguing. They're like, it's because we didn't bring any bread. I thought you were going to bring the bread. You said you were going to bring the bread. <laughs> and they were arguing amongst themselves on who was supposed to bring the bread. And Jesus had to remind them, hey, don't you remember? Why are you arguing about the bread? I mean, didn't you see the 5,000 we, we fed? Didn't you see the 4,000 that we fed with, and all the baskets you took up? So he had to kind of explain it to them. And basically what it is is the Pharisees and the Sadducees had the religious spirit going on. So then he asked his disciples, he goes, who do men say that I am? And basically they said, uh, some say John, John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And then he asked them, but who do you say I am? And basically Peter stepped up and says, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you, Peter, for on this rock, which some people misconstrued that he's thinking that he's building his church on Peter, but this is the rock that we build our church on is that we know the true knowledge of who Jesus is. And he is Christ, the son of the living God. And that's what he said. He said he's, and then he said, this is the keys of the kingdom of heaven, so that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So really, it's, it's all about understanding your relationship with Christ and in Christ. If you, um, if you, under, oh, in fact, David and I, we were talking about Marilyn last night. Um, <laughs> so we were talking about, you know, being in right relationship. If I were to, uh, if I were to go through Marilyn's purse and take out her checkbook, in her credit card and try to use that and say that, oh no, I'm Mrs. Love and, and I can use this, these funds. And, um, but the reality is, is no, I would be a thief. Um, I have no right to that. And so what Jesus is saying here is that know that you are in me. We are in relationship. And because we are in relationship, you have right, you have authority. It, it is a relationship that, um, that, you know, that we, enter, we enter into, and there are benefits. And so part of that benefit is that the things that Jesus did, he, he did say at one point, the things that I do, you'll be able to do, and greater. So... The, um, 
the reason we can bind and loose is because we are in relationship with him. We know who he is, and we work to have a relationship with him. Um, could you bring up John 15:5? Uh-oh. There's my pages and bookmark. <laughs> I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So he calls us the, the vine, or the branches, and he is the vine. Mm-hmm. So what's our job as a branch? I mean, what are we doing? Are we just hanging out, blowing in the wind, you know, just uh, going about our day, mm-hmm. sucking up the rays? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but what he actually talks about also is bearing fruit. When you see a fruit tree, you don't see the fruit usually on the tree. It's on the branches. And that's, that's the whole purpose, because without the tree, without the vine, if you cut yourself off from that, the branch dies. Mm-hmm. So God wants us in the relationship, attached to the tree, because trees aren't static. Trees are always growing. There's life in the tree. Mm-hmm. So how do we abide in this? That, would I guess, would be the question. What's this abiding thing? And abiding is basically staying attached to the tree. And one of the things that we discussed last night was, is finding a verse in the word. It says the word was made flesh. So when we read the word, we are speaking and communing with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So when you... um I feel like we're running past some good points too, but we probably are. <laughs> but when you're when you're reading the word and something just um, you know a particular verse just kind of jumps out at you or it just grabs your heart, it comforts you, gives you joy, gives you hope. Um, definitely stop, rest, camp there, and um, even write it down you know, put it on a little note and carry that with you. And throughout the day, um, just look at that. So for me, it's uh, John 1, 1. For whatever reason, I just love that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was, well, now I'm mixing it all up. But there's something about me um, just leaning into that Word. And then later on, it does talk about that Word became flesh. But, and let that word become flesh in you. Uh, there's a Dr. Caroline Leaf, she's a brain uh, specialist, uh, not surgical, but um, anyway, she studies the brain. And when you think about things and when you talk about things, it actually grows uh, little branches in your brain. And so when you, when you are thinking on the word, like with David, his is um, Psalm 23, and there is a verse in there that, where it says, he restores my soul. So when I am feeling puny, beat up, like number two, you know, I just say, Lord, you restore my soul. You restore my soul. Because at that point, 
At, at those points, I don't feel like I can draw it out of myself to encourage myself. So I have that as a default that, um, that um, Lord, you are restoring me. You are the one leading me in paths that are right for me. So just because they're right for somebody else doesn't mean it's right for you. So trust that the Lord is, um, that he is leading you. And oh, I'm starting to go sideways. <laughs> and that's one thing the Lord had me do was memorize the 23rd Psalm. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, you kind of get this unction to go read through the Bible. And he goes, nope, read and memorize the 23rd Psalm. So I read it for months. But you know, you, you start to pick really good things out of it. And you know, this is, the, this is the abiding. This is how you stay healthy as a branch because this is keeping you attached to the word. And as you stay attached, as you start to you know, memorize these verses, mm -hmm. as you start to read them and get these things out of them, it brings life to your mortal body even, mm -hmm. yeah. not just your spirit. It restores your soul, yeah. you know? And it talks, you know, you find a good verse, and you just keep at it, keep at it, memorize it. Mm -hmm. Hard times come, they come for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we got a phone call on oh, yeah. Saturday morning. This is the credit card fraud line. We are checking on some of your purchases. So, I know, I love those phone calls. <laughs> you know, we, we get this phone call and next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I go to the bank website and sure enough, here's this, 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 and this. And it's like, what the heck? How'd they get a hold of my credit card number? Anyway, so hard times come. If you abide in the tree, if you're the branch and you're abiding in the tree, this is part of your strength. This is where the sap and the life come from. Mm -hmm. You know, because in the past, you know, I might have been all worried about it and stuff, but. Oh, oh no, let me clarify. <laughs> In the past, <laughs> in the past, uh, we would have both been very upset, you know, highly agitated, and then the accusations would come. Did you lose that card? Which sometimes I have, <laughs> and um, and then it would have, you know, we would have had, you know, you know, we would have not been in harmony. And uh, it would have been an unpleasant, <laughs> exactly. And it would have been unpleasant for a while. But it was, um, it was just amazing to see that is that that piece, uh, that former piece was just it was disarmed, it was neutered, it was disabled and we just saw the the lord raise up and so instead for whoever the perpetrators were we just said lord we just we just release forgiveness to them and we pray your presence on them and that you would be that influence that comes into their lives so now here we're forgiving and we're blessing and when we do that um you know, when we as people do that, it comes, that comes back to us. So not only does it draw their heart to the Father, it draws us to the Father and just increases our compassion. So new and different. <laughs> yes, and that, when we have a verse and we're being restored, we're being renewed, 
we have life flow, that's when he gives us the power to bear fruit. Mm, you know, it's not only our, our souls restored, our kids are healthy, our spouses are healthy. It's just, it just gives us life. It keeps the life flowing in us. And just to clarify, when, when I was new in my walk with the Lord, there was so much um, Christianese language. And I'd come home from church and I would be so like, I'm like, what the boop did they say? I don't get it. And so, uh, just so, just so you know, when you do read the word, reread the word, write the word, mutter the word, keep the word in your pocket and look at it throughout the day, that is called meditation. And so I remember early in my walk with the Lord, I remember hear, hearing people say, meditate, 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 and I'm like, what? What's meditation? I had, <laughs> I had no idea. So now you guys walking out of here, you'll know. <laughs> well, a meditation used to have bad connotations too. It's like you sit there, mm. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not the kind of meditating we're talking about. All right, can we have 2 Corinthians 10.4? It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, mm -hmm. casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Now, when we're planted, we're attached to Christ, mm -hmm. he gives us this power to bring down strongholds. Now, when we talk mm -hmm. strongholds, in this connotation, we're talking about wrong thinking, wrong speaking, wrong acting. Because we all have things that are built into us from our childhood and from our parents, some of the things we learn from our parents on how we react to certain things, like the credit card thing, Sharon's right. I mean, back in the day, you know, we'd have probably been fighting each other and yelling at each other and, you know, it'd take us a while to calm down. But because the Lord has given us this power, it's like this peace has come upon mm -hmm. us as well. And it's, it's, it's definitely calming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So definitely um, peace is, um, well, I, there's a verse that talks about peace being a fruit of the spirit. And uh, when, you can, when you can just take a moment and yield to the Holy Spirit and um, just just say, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I need your help here and now. And he raises up that, he raises up that standard. And um, it's, you just, you feel like this, uh, you feel like this field of peace is surrounding you. And, uh, and it really does, as the enemy tries to make inroads into you, that uh, that force of peace is just disarming whatever the uh, enemy is sending your way. So let's see, there was one. And I just kind of wanted to go back to this tree thing just for a moment. Uh, so on, when we look at our trees out at our uh, property, there are some trees or some branches that are they're thick and hardy and strong, you know, and you could sit about three or four people in those branches 
you know, and they're producing little cones, and the little cones are, you know, starting new, new. They're in your gutters. They're, yeah. <laughs> and on your windshield, yeah. <laughs> and then you have to make sure that the fan is not turned towards your face when you, like, turn on the, the air, because all those little needles come blowing into the car, so... Anyways, so, but what it is, is, is when you are um, a branch, you know, there are some branches that are much smaller than others, and so it's not like the little one says, oh my goodness, I, I'm not good enough to be here because um, I'm so little, I'm not productive, I'm not adding, um, but if you just if that little branch just stays there what that branch does is it does collect light it does collect nourishment and that nourishment goes into the whole body and so even if you just even if at this point in your life you're just the lord just has you sitting on the sideline and all he wants you to do is just sit on the sideline and just take in nourishment that part that you're doing is nourishing the entire body. It's just, it's like with our children, uh, or like with my granddaughter yesterday, uh, we were doing some crafts and she made some little stuff, but I don't expect her to perform. I don't expect her to say, all right, Nana, we're, I'm gonna come over and we're gonna, we're gonna make some Play-Doh and we're gonna do the dishes and we're gonna make this and that. At one point, she's like, Nana, let's just take a nap together. And so that is also the Father's heart for you. He doesn't want you um, he didn't create you to perform. He created you to fellowship. In, uh, and if out of your gifting and your anointing you perform, that's great. But if out of your gifting and out of your anointing you just sit and soak up that nourishment, just do that. He has a time for rest and uh, restoration and um, and if you just sit on the sideline and soak it up and let that soaking nourish the body, you have done your part. God does not have a checklist for you to, okay, I want you to go out and um, heal the sick or, you know, go feed the hungry or, you know, there are things that we'll do because it'll touch our heart and we're, we'll be drawn to do that. But um, it is not... a it is not about how to get the Father's love. The Father's love is built into that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the strongholds that he's speaking of and that we're speaking of now are um, the wrong thinking and wrong speaking is what cut us off as branches. Mm -hmm. Even though the branches are making their own nutrients with what they call photosynthesis from the sun, if you cut that branch off, even though it can make nutrients, it dies. Mm -hmm. And previously, in the previous verse, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, because we are in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. So how do we war? What is our weapons? Mm -hmm. Our weapons are the verse that we talked about memorizing. It's the word of God. Mm -hmm. It's speaking that rather than... Um, going back and getting and raging against whatever problem like the guy that stole our credit card anyway or girl or girl might be a girl it's probably a girl 
Um, <laughs> but the weapons of our warfare are, is our speaking, is our believing. It's being on the rock of Christ and having that relationship with him. Because as we said in a previous message, our relationship this way determines our relationships this way. If we're still kind of waffling on, you know, uh, do we believe Christ can do this for us? Do we think he can? Then we're weak. We're waffling. But when we're on that rock and said, Christ is the son of, the, of God. Mm-hmm. Christ loves me. He loves mm-hmm. me unconditionally. Yeah. And when I speak his word, when yeah. I speak the, my words to my, whatever problems I'm having, The Lord is there. He is reinforcing it. He is that big tree flowing life into us to give us the power to bear that fruit. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to have wrong thinking and wrong speaking. We want to have the word of God on our tongue in in difficult times and good times because it does. It cuts us off from the tree. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is it talks about in the word too is renewing your mind to the word of God. Mm -hmm. And that's thinking something different than what we used to think on what we used to think or what our parents taught us to think. I know with my parents, oh, they were horrible speakers. Everything was doom and gloom. And, you know, every time they got some money ahead, they're like, oh, we got some money in the mail. Oh, great. Now watch the refrigerator's going to quit. Oh, we're going to end up with nothing. And they were just absolutely horrible about their speech. And they didn't. They were horrible with money. Their money was always leaving them. Their health was always bad. They were always, you know, oh, I got this pain in my shoulder. It's probably cancer. And it's like, oh, man, you know. Back then, I didn't really think about it. But now that I know better, it's like, gosh, no wonder my dad died when he was 59. He was only 59. He was 59 when he died. And I think it's because he spoke himself literally to death. I have actually outlived my dad, so probably because I don't speak that way anymore. But, you know, these are things we learn from our parents, you know, the way they talk about money, the way they talk about their kids, the way they talk about their health and, you know, things that come up. You know, if you have a pain in, now, if I have a pain in my shoulder, my elbow, I speak to it. It's mm-hmm. like elbow, shoulder, you are, pain, leave. I no longer want pain in my body. Become perfect. Like Jesus' body is perfect, I am perfect. Because Jesus' elbow works good, my elbow works good. Because I did. I had some elbow pain a while back. I was moving some sand and some Portland cement, and I had to load it into the back of the car. My elbow was kind of twingy. And, you know, I used to be I just live with it. Now it's like, right now, it's like, boom, I speak to it. Elbow, come into alignment. And... By the time I got home, I unloaded it, and I've forgotten all about the fact it was all twingy. You know, it was good. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying this happens instantly every time. Sometimes we have to stay after it. You know, we have to yeah. renew our minds. You know, our minds say, eh, it's okay. It's kind of a little twingy, but not that bad. Mm-hmm. The Word says we are perfect as He is perfect. Mm-hmm. So start, start claiming those things, your wrists, your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have arthritis or something, start speaking to that. Speak against it. Cast it out Mm -hmm. and stay with it. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged because sometimes it does. Sometimes it is what they call warfare. Mm -hmm. Because it says the weapons of our warfare. This isn't something that is uh, 
uh, just, you know, comes and goes. This is a war we're in, a spiritual war. And the Lord wants us to have the weapons, and that's his word. Yeah. That is the main yeah. weapon. And staying in him for that flow of strength. That's good. That's good. So for the last couple of weeks, I was, um, I was having some issues with my eyes. So during, sometimes during the day, I, it would be like a little bit fuzzy. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And so then I would hear, um, oh, you know, there's all kinds of eye issues out there. You know, you hear it on the... Well, we don't have the we don't have TV anymore, so we don't uh, not, real not real TV. But you know, you hear of different eye diseases, and so um, I was like, nope, I am I'm going to resist that. I don't accept it, and uh, so I just said, okay, Lord, you are perfecting whatever this eye issue is. And yesterday, I went to put on uh, my eye makeup remover and uh, got a blob of it in my eyeball and I thought oh my goodness it's been my eye makeup remover that's been getting in my eyes every morning and that's why I'm having issues and so yeah so today it's my <laughs> my vision is great however had I had I not known the word and how to fight with the word you know, I could have invited that in and started having issues with my with my vision and with my seeing. So, um, and just let me see, just to kind of kind of pull it together. So we did. <laughs> And again, poor Isabel, last night, I'm like, I'm like, can you get this picture of, I think it's called um, a, wa a waning moon. And if, did, if anybody remembers seeing the moon last night, it was so beautiful. So you can see, you can see the silhouette of the full moon. However, the only part that is illuminated is just a sliver of the moon. And so that's, that's kind of a picture of us. We don't know that we are the whole package, um, but we are. However, what I saw was this little sliver is like the part of our mind that is renewed. This part of our mind is renewed to the word of God. And so, you know, in, a, in looking at my, uh, my eye issue, I knew enough to not accept that there that I had an eye problem or a vision problem, I knew enough to um, say nope. I I rebuke uh, any lies, any deception, and um, to um, just say, Lord, as you are right now, so am I in this world. Your eyes are full and perfect and whole, and so is mine. So. Um, yeah, and then when I had that little revelation yesterday of, hey, stop putting that eye makeup remover in your eyeball and you'll have clear vision. And um, so anyways, just to go back to that full moon picture is that we are in that process. We are, we are the full package, but we are in that process of renewing our minds to, to who we are in Christ. And that's the key thing is the relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, 
you are in Christ. When you've accepted Christ, you are in Christ. It's the relationship and it's the being the branch in the tree that we are getting life from him. And as we're going, we are picking up weapons. You know, find that verse that's your favorite, that you can use it as a weapon. Mm -hmm. And as you go, you will find more verses. You'll find, you'll find a verse for any situation that you may have, mm -hmm. whether you're in lack, whether you have bad, your health is failing or whatever. Start using those weapons of warfare and know that this is warfare. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like going down to the sporting goods store. If you need a gun to protect your house, it's like there's this whole wall full of them. And, you know, you can't afford all of them, so you pick, oh, I'll take that one over there. It's fairly inexpensive. Well, that's kind of like a verse. That's like that is your weapon to protect your house. Mm -hmm. This is the weapon, the verses, to protect your house this here place. and this mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. mostly this house <laughs> but it is it's these are weapons of warfare so just remember that we are in a battle and stay planted don't cut yourself off don't be that branch that gets cut off and is laying out there you know weak and and uh dying mm -hmm. stay in the word stay in the relationship so and then for me my um my go-to verse is there is therefore now no condemnation um, for those who are in Christ Jesus. And if at any point you're like, well, you know, I, I should have done better, could have done better, would have done better, you know, just cut that off. It's just like when you go to the bathroom and you flush, you never think of that again. So, so when you, so draw a line in the sand and say, Say, yeah, I may have made mistakes. I may have done things wrong. I may have said things wrong. You know, forgive yourself and move forward. So, um, so yeah, so if you choose to keep that condemnation, all it does is it serves to anchor you, to keep you in place. And so um, just, yeah, just let it go. Another one of my favorites is Paul. He said that forgetting what is behind and pressing on towards the goal. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. I think if you come away with anything, forget what has happened in the past and press on towards the goal. You know, we're always improving. As with the moon, it's going to get brighter and brighter and brighter. And then pretty soon you see the whole moon and it's lighting up everything. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Lord has in plan for us. Mm -hmm. So it is, your, it is your relationship with Christ that is the key. You don't, need, you don't need any other man. You don't need any other teacher. You don't need anybody else's permission. It is you and Christ, God the Father, and you. you you're it. That's all you need. He will lead you and guide you in the ways that you should go. And, um, yeah. Not that you should stop coming to church, because yeah. then Pastor Scott will get mad at us. I'm sure he's going to listen to this. But you guys know what we mean. So if there's anyone that would like prayer, please come up for anything, healing. Do we, do we want to close it up first so that people can get coffee? And... Yes, but I'm just saying that they can come up. Is that okay? Yeah. So we're going to pray that 
each one of us prospers and be in health just as his soul prospers. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace. Yeah. Your grace covers everything, Lord. You paid the ultimate price, Lord, and we, we want to be able to accept everything you have for us, Lord. If there's any stronghold in any one of us, Lord, help us to rid it. Help us to speak against it and cast it out right now because we want the full meal deal, Lord. We want everything that you paid for. And we thank you for, that you did pay for this for each one of us. For us, our kids, our spouses, for our church body. We bind anything that would try to come against us and that would try to steal the word from us. In Jesus' name. Let us each have a great week. And we do pray for our service members. We pray for our men and women who are serving our country in the military, that you would protect them, prosper them, and that each one of them would come to know you as their personal Savior. Thank you for a great week ahead. In Jesus' name, amen.